And we're back. Once again, they have not kicked us off the air. Can't get rid of us that easily. No, ma'am. What do you think of the memorial, the 9-11 memorial? Our episode? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I listened to it. I had a lot, of, a lot of good feedback from people who made it a part of their day of remembrance. It was, I think it was, it was appropriate. It was good. It was. Mm-hmm. But it's a new week. It's a new day. And I have you still. Still here. Yep. We got exciting news, but let's go ahead and get this intro going. And then we'll come back and we will reveal the winner. Good? Good. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Light-hearted, family-friendly and full of laughs, it is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another slice of cake, but just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your Pizzas Ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. And also, today we're finishing the interview with Mr. Elon Shulevich with Eggard Watch Company. I don't know if he has any other businesses, actually. I was going to say and other businesses, but I don't know. He probably has other interests. But the one I'm interested in, the one I like, is Eggard Watches. Can't afford them, but I like them. Well, I can afford some of them. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. I, I can't afford the one I want. <laughs> <laughs> the tourbillon. But... Uh, got to save up for it, right? Yeah, save for a while. And then he's also coming out with a new tourbillon. I'm pretty excited about that one. But I don't know what it looks like. But it's got to be good. I think it's going to be a circular case as opposed to a triangular type case. I don't know what that's called. It's like a curved arrowhead shape interesting but i'm looking forward to seeing what comes out next no female watch well there's a few female watches on there if you like one maybe you can go on your in my style maybe you can go on your christmas list we'll see we'll see i bought you that one watch for your anniversary i wore it today you like it i do it's a pretty sharp watch and you look good on it you look good in it it looks wonderful. I was thinking we should try to get you a, a rubber wristband for it, like a white one, because where it was so hot today and you yeah. have leather, eventually that leather is not going to be good. It's kind of sad. Yeah. It does you, make me sad. You don't want to sweat in it too much. But if you get rubber, the key to a summer watch is a rubber band, not a rubber band, but a rubber wrist. Silicone. Yeah, silicone. That is the best way to wear a, a summer watch. You can rinse it off. Mm-hmm. Wash it. Yep. It's the way to go. I wear I wore metal today, a metal bracelet, and it's fine. But again, you're sweating in it and stuff. Your sweat has salt in it. That can't be good for it. Rust. What are we going to do, though, right? You got to enjoy it. You got to <laughs> enjoy the things of life, right? But today I'm wearing a citizen... EcoDrive Nighthawk WR200 with a slide rule bezel on it. It's pretty awesome. That's not what you had on this morning, though. No, this morning I had it to sell PRX Automatic. <laughs> it was a nice one. You're so funny. That's my dress watch. Yeah. So anyways, it's been a great week. Um, I've had fun being your husband. And I'm done. Okay. Now it's time to go. I'll be gone for a couple of years. <laughs> I'll come back. You know what I did this evening? What'd you do? I went out and shot my firearm. Yes, you did. There's this one guy um, that has a show, um, and he calls them pew-pews. Went out and shot my pew-pew. I don't think we need to use that terminology. Pew-pew. <laughs> That's what it means. Yeah, I went out and shot. It was fun. Took a friend with me. We had a good time. 
just sounds like a guy outing. It is a guy outing. It's just nothing like going out and shooting some brass. Nothing like it. Rode my motorcycle out there. It was a beautiful ride out there. Firing range up on a, up on a hill. Sun was setting. I looked into his eyes, and I said, "Do you want to shoot the remaining magazine?" He said, "No." You go ahead. And we just knew. <laughs> From then on, we just knew. So anyways, um, we have exciting news. We've finished the drawing. It was a week-long drawing, and uh, we could have given it more time, but we wanted to do it within the time span of Mr. Elon's um, interview. And we have the rest of that interview coming up in just a minute. Do I have even a drum roll, Trista? Do I even have a drum roll? I have nothing. Let's see. No, no. What's this one? That'll be good. We, we'll use that for our drum roll. That will be it. Now, let's do the drawing. What I don't have a drawing that where it goes. Ticka, 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 ticka. What was this drawing for? Oh. Maybe somebody's listening who wasn't listening the other day. That's why you're here. Because you're awesome at doing stuff like this. I just, I wouldn't have even remembered. The giveaway was from last week. Mr. Elon Shulevich uh, wanted to honor a military member. And we had explicitly us love our military and want to encourage them and thank them for sticking with the stuff. And so we made the drawing for those that were currently in active duty in the military. And um, so we had, we had some turned in. It's exciting. We're going to draw one of these out randomly and choose which one. Now, what they're getting looks exciting. I just heard from Elon just a few minutes you ago. You know which watch it is? Yes, I do. Sweet. Let me see it. Yep. It is. If you pull up Eggard Watch Company on your computer oh, me in front right of now? you. Okay. Well, I thought you wanted to know what it was. I thought you were like, going to show me on your phone. No. Like flip it around and show me. No, I was confirming the name of it to pull it up. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Eggard. Let me confirm. Watch it. This is the one. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, this is the one. And go to the shop watches up at the top. And then men. You there? It's loading. Oh, my goodness. Our story is what I'm seeing right now. Nope, shop watches, men. Scroll okay. down. Okay, I'm there. All right. Men. Okay. It's the V2 Chronogen Stealth or... V2 Chronogen Aqua. One of those. I like this watch. Let me tell you what I like about it. There, That's cool. It is cool. Um, there's nothing quite like a chronograph. It's a great... It, it, it's a great function. It's a great... What do they call that? I like them both. Complications. It's a great complication, the chronograph. It's a, What's a chronograph? A chronograph is a fancy name for a stopwatch. Basically, it's a stopwatch, uh, but it, on a watch, it's called a chronograph. Uh, so the V2 Chronogen is the challenger for gentlemen who seeks out adventure. This bold, well-built, well-built timepiece will give both the form and function to accompany you for any task at any time. Get it? Time. Get it. The case is forty-four millimeter stainless steel. Forty-four is a great size for men. It's it's a it's big, but not too big. Stainless steel is going to be great because it's stainless and steel. The lug sizes, which for the non-watch people out there, is uh, the lugs that come out of the case where you'll snap the bracelet into. Those would be the lugs. They're twenty-two millimeter lug width, uh, which is great if you ever want to switch out the bands. Um, you could switch out bands very easily on this watch if you want to do something different. If you don't like these metal bracelet bands, the crystal is sapphire crystal. What is the crystal? The crystal is the glass over the dial, or you might know, think of the face of the watch, and it's sapphire crystal, which is the clearest, most scratch-resistant, strongest. Uh, out there it's really great to get a watch in this price range of this watch that's sapphire crystal that's very very good water resistance 5 atm or 50 meters it is a battery powered or another term for battery powered is quartz movement um it's quartz it's a myota chronograph movement myota is a great japanese brand of 
um, uh, um, um, <laughs> calibers. I, I, the caliber is not the right word. It's one of the words, but it's not the right word for this. Um, but these movements um, is a Myota. Myota, again, is a Japanese brand, but it's a well-known Japanese brand that um, is great for the secondary market, which is where he sources his parts. And so that's a great, dependable uh, watch. Um, it's going to run for a long time, and you just pop out the battery, pop a new one in. Bracelet is chain link with double secure clasp. Oh, that's going to be nice. That's going to be nice. And the bracelet will fit an 8-inch wrist easily. Looking at pictures, it looks great. Uh, personally, Trista, I like the black one. I like both of them. So the person who is drawn, they get to decide They get to one. decide. And you know cool. what I would honestly like is I want the blue dial in the black. Mm. I want the blue dial in the black watch. Now that would be cool. I can see that. Yeah. But I don't I don't know that it's possible, but it would be really cool. Um so yeah, it's going to be a nice watch. They're going to like it. I'm excited for them. All right. So I again, I don't have I need a I need like one of those spinners for for bingo. I just need the sound. Work, you know, it rolls through. Let's see what I got. Do I have anything? Does this one work? Zoinks is not going to work. Here, let's use I got one. All right. Are you going to announce it or am I? Do you want to pull it out? Uh, you go right ahead. Come on. You can. Well, okay. You got it. I better do it. You got right. it. Here we go. Here we go. You guys don't see me, but right now I'm shuffling. And that was, that was me shuffling around. I got a name in my hand and the name is Mr. Wait, do I do the next sound or do I do that afterwards? Here we go. I got it. I got this. I got this guys. <laughs> Kyle T. Literal. Mr. Literal, you won yourself a watch. Kyle, he sent this email. He says, I checked out Eggard Watch Company. He has some good-looking watches. Would love to be entered for a chance to win or to be gifted a watch. And then here is my info. And thank you, Elon, for supporting the vets. Win, lose, or draw. And so... Kyle already sends his thanks to you, Elon, and he's a Chief Warrant Officer 3, United States Marine Corps, active duty, 14 years of service, Operation Iraqi Freedom, veteran 2009-2010. I guess that's how they word that. I'm always unsure how he's a veteran of Iraqi Freedom or Operation Iraqi Freedom, 2009-2010. That's how they do that. And uh, so... Again, congratulations, awesome. and we will contact you, get a mailing address for you, and get that sent out as soon as possible. We will need you to choose, Mr. Literal, whether you want the black one or the, I'm going to say black or silver, but there's names for them, the Stealth or the Aqua. My vote's Stealth, but you might want Aqua. You never know. You never know. All right, well... That, that was fun. That was fun. I like giving things away. Yeah. There's nothing funner than that. We should we should go buy. Let's go find other things to give away. <laughs> we should buy, just buy a bunch of random gifts Let's and do, do giveaways all the time. We should do that at Christmas time. Ooh. Put that on our list. Let's do that. Go do that. We're right going to buy now. random gifts and give things away. That is a great idea. We'll do like 12 weeks of Christmas. Is that too long? That's three months away. Three months before Christmas? okay it's too much little but like the 12 days of christmas why don't we just why don't we just have one day like how about the month of december how many weeks are before december let's plan this out while we're because this is explicitly us where we just talk (laughs) let's see december going to december my calendar and before christmas there are one two three christmases christmas is on a saturday this year interesting and then there's the day, or a couple of days after the 27th. So if we do the whole month, we could do three weeks. Three weeks worth of giving away all the whole month of December. Okay. Except except for the 27th. Do you think we should give away on the 27th, two days after Christmas, or three day, just three weeks before? I don't know. Let's think about it. Okay. If you're out there and you have a business, and you have product that you would like to donate to this giveaway... It would be a great way to get your name out there and say this is a gift from so and so. Okay, 
So if you got something out there, all you ladies <laughs> selling your oils and what else? We got oils. We got makeup. We got hair products. We got all kinds of junk out there, right? We need a lot of gifts, okay? And uh, should they send them to us or promise yes. them? And then I think I, they should send them here. I think they... Well, let's let's get together on this. What are we going to... We'll let's start to get together it. on. And let's talk about it now. We'll get together the details of what we want to do. Iron all the, all the creases But out. for now... They're going to send the wrinkles, them here. Not creases. They're going to send them here just for now. Yeah. Right? It's going to be a great giveaway. Amazing. Right? Yes. I'm excited for this Christmas. This is going to be fun. Yes. We'll just be a giveaway show. Tune in. You're going to want to tune in. And we'll have to find a way for the people to win. All right. We, you got to enter yourself in. So there's got to be an email involved. Um, I mean, should we do any kind of like scavengers throughout the podcast where they got to catch a phrase or man, there's so many things they so got to answer a question correctly, call in, do a live show and make them call in. I, we can't do a live show. That's impossible. I don't have the technology for yeah. that. We don't have the capabilities. We're going to figure it out though. Anyways, moving on. Got to move on. Got to get to the rest of this episode because it's going to be a little bit longer. Kyle T. Literal. Send us your address and congratulations. Uh, congratulations. Thank you for your service. Yes. Then after this episode, I don't know if we'll be back. We'll have to see how long this episode takes. If we don't see you, we'll see you later. Yes. I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> yes. No, I was waiting for you to say something else. I don't know. You're supposed to say you love me. Because we had the conversation oh. that I always say it first. Okay. I didn't know we were closing this thing down. Like, Well, just in case we don't see each other again. Even even if we do see each other again, is there anything wrong with you saying you love me I twice? I guess not. I guess not. Just want you all to know she's rubbing her head. <laughs> this is what I do to her. She rubs her head. I make her hurt. Love you. Thanks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elon, let's finish this thing out. COVID was politicized from day one. True. I mean, you want to know why COVID is so polarizing. It's because the same people telling you, me, and families trying to feed mm -hmm. their own kids mm -hmm. that they can't go to their store and open it for four people to be right. inside. With the same people marching with millions of people for BLM. And this is not even right. a critique of BLM, but the same week, that they were locking people down in their homes yes. to starve, to not feed their families. Sorry, I'm going on a political. No, no, no. Idea. You're okay. You're with it. Was the hypocrisy of then doctors marching and saying, oh, no, this isn't spreading the virus. So if once someone objective is saying, okay, you're telling me a million people on Hollywood Boulevard, many of which weren't wearing masks, walking side by side and shouting in each other's faces, isn't spreading the virus. But, you know, a small family on the beach, 20 feet away from the next family over is. Mm -hmm. I think people start, they did it with masks. Masks right. were, and they admitted that they lied. On day one, they said, no, you shouldn't wear a mask. There's no need to wear a mask. Masks don't work. And then six weeks later, Fauci comes out and the who comes out and they say, well, we told you that because we didn't want to run out of masks for first responders. Well, now you've just set the tone that you're willing to lie to us for whatever narrative you need because of whatever personal goal you have at the end of this. So they've done this consistently. Newsom yes. is out partying. Right. And having right, right. celebrations on private tax right. dollars while Nancy Pelosi is going and getting her hair done while Cuomo is literally putting people with COVID back. It's into total hypocrisy. Home. But and, and you you add to that fire the the um, the fuel that the, the media is refusing to call them on it. They're refusing Not to say refusing. They're, they're running it for them. Right. They're protecting them. And the medical institutions are protecting them and being hypocrites. It's an entire the education system. So when I talk about like there's a problem in society, it's not politics. It's every institution is infiltrated with one ideology and any opposition to that ideology has to be destroyed, censored or shut down and mm -hmm. shamed immediately mm -hmm. to the point where like my own father who has a Ph.D. in bioengineering from Johns Hopkins, who's one of his close friends is the pulmonary top of pulmonary specialty at the Cleveland Clinic, one of the top doctors at the Cleveland Clinic, 
for pulmonary, you know, sciences, which yeah. is literally what COVID affects. Right. When I asked them about these things, they were like, listen, there's a lot of weird confusion going on. Like, there, the, you know, like I have an autoimmune disease. That's what I was sick. I said, right. should I take the, the mRNA vaccine? And this is not to get into vaccines. I don't want to have a, a vaccine debate. I That's am right. vaccinated. It's all I right. Said, should I take mm-hmm. to my own father and his and his friend? And they have nothing but the best intentions for me. And his 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 friend who does research on this at the Cleveland Clinic said, listen, we had no studies up to date on people in your category. That is all I can tell you. We don't know. He's like, right. and any doctor who tells you we do, you have an autoimmune disease, is lying to you. Right. And yet, if you were to go say that on Facebook, and this is one of the top doctors in the world, if you were to go say that on uh, Twitter, you get censored. if you were to go say that on the news, they mm-hmm. would censor him, create a false story right. about him that he's a, he's a whack doctor. Right. I don't know what the word is. A, crackpot. Whatever. <laughs> crackpot. Some crackpot, crackpot doctor. doctor. And they would shut it down and end the conversation. So, you know, it, the way to solve these problems is to put information forward and let people make decisions but there's been this let kind of people need- make decisions yes decisions that are best for them mm-hmm. um first of all I, I let me stop you i like how you and i can jump across three different topics seamlessly and like they all fit together because <laughs> <laughs> anyway how listen, we got the vaccines i don't no, know I love it. And, and i'm totally fine like, let's keep it light no no let no it's great <laughs> I think sometimes, look, sometimes we just got to let it out. We just got to let it out, you know, Uh, on the vaccines. I was just having a conversation with people the other day. And, you know, like you were saying about your father, I'm glad to hear that about your father. And I think it's wonderful that you had somebody very close that you could trust that you could ask these questions to. Everybody doesn't have that. And so they're reaching out to resources to try to research for themselves. God forbid they have freedom to do that and make their own choices. And knowing that the media lies to us, knowing that there's one guy, Dr. Fauci, that's making all medical decisions for everybody and saying mm-hmm. we have to get this vaccine. It's mandatory. Can I just say one thing yeah, on that? go ahead. You want to talk about like false idols and you want to talk about like uh, kind of just uh, totally worshiping something. You see this kind of worship of mm-hmm. Fauci that I find is very unhealthy by people. Oh, sure. Uh so I just wanted to say that yeah, yeah. Like there's there is and, and they've actually replaced God with Fauci. Well, it, you, see it. you know, one guy is running the show and we uh, have back to that conversation I was having with somebody and they're arguing, well, there's medical professionals that say this and then they'll say, well, there's medical professionals that say this and everybody has their medical professionals. Everybody has their YouTube videos. Everybody has their posts through through Facebook. Everybody has the stuff that's been censored. Everybody's got that. When the day's done, nobody's going to win that argument because it's it's so subjective and you can just shut somebody off and say, I'm not mm-hmm. going to listen to any, I'll, I'll be here, but I really don't listen to anything you're saying. So that's not an argument, even though we, I think, completely agree, Elon, that you have your vaccine. I know a lot, my, a lot of my family has vaccine. A lot of my family doesn't have a vac- the vaccine. But the one argument that we can win, that we can stand upon, is freedom. I That's all I care about. I don't care if the vaccine has been tested and proven to be perfect. If it was perfect, if it was a pill of, if it was an aspirin pill, we still have to maintain that right to be stupid and foolish if we want to be. Mm-hmm. If that's the case. And so... When, when we're out here debating and arguing and, and I, you see it on the news and I, I get sick of seeing it on the news and they're saying this doctor said this and this doctor said this. When it comes down to it, all you're doing is, is preaching to the people who are already agreeing with you. You're, you're really not going to change that many people. But if you can say, you know what, our constitutional freedoms are in danger through this. You, you mentioned about the mask and I mentioned as soon as the mask mandate started to come out, I said, and many others said the same thing. It only starts with the math. They're just testing us. They're just testing us. If we'll say whatever we got to do for our community, and if we'll submit to the mask, the very next thing is going to be whatever vaccine they come out with. Well, it's funny because when they first mentioned vaccines, every news station, every politician was like, don't worry, it would never be a passport. That's absurd. We'll never do a vaccine passport. Did you see the video I did on vaccine passports? I don't remember. I'm sorry. YouTube really censored this one. It's my newest video. They, did, they didn't let us advertise it. Then Facebook didn't let us advertise it. Then How long has it been out? How long has it been out? Maybe just a few weeks. Okay. I don't think I've seen it then. 
It's a it's it's a Ronald Reagan speech. Oh yeah, I did see that. It was all Ronald Reagan, and you were in the yes, I did see that. Okay, so if you look, that was just a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? That video. Yeah. In the video, I mentioned how there's already doctors debating over not treating people who are unvaccinated. How they right. removed a woman from the and these are cited articles. I know personal reason. stories. I already know personal yep. stories of my friends. Same thing. Removing a woman from the heart transplant list after mm-hmm. she's been waiting almost three years because she doesn't want to get vaccinated. So, and that was three weeks ago. Now it's becoming far more. And people were like, that's crazy. It's just a few doctors. It's a debate. It'll never happen. In just three weeks, there have been multiple doctors coming forward saying, I am no longer treating people mm-hmm. who are unvaccinated. Right. It's now become a reality in just three weeks. So what I've noticed that happens in society lately is things used to go on kind of like this linear scale very slowly. You let's say not to bring up abortion, crazy subject. (laughs) But if you were to have a conversation with people, even the people who were pro-choice were not pro-late-term abortion. It was very fringe. 0.5% of the population, historically, 1% of the population slowly was going up 1.5%, 1 1.58%, 1.2%. But in the past five years, five to 10 years, because of this force kind of these forced narratives on us. And, and this need to identify with the party, mm-hmm. this need to identify and conform with the group, what you've seen now is there's been a jump, and it's 35% of Democrats believe in zero term limits last I checked. I just right. read an article today, actually. I was curious about it because everyone's arguing over this Texas right. thing. So 35% of Democrats, that's one out of three, believe in zero term limits. Zero, like mm-hmm. up until the date of, right. of birth probably even right. at birth is okay and i've been having these conversations with people and they believe so or when you say like it's masks it's this it's that the scale at which things can change nowadays to become extreme is far different than it's ever been because it's no longer a, like a, a slow upward curve it's exponential and so people are actually doubling down every time if, if it's not masks we'll never do a vaccine passport mm-hmm. and then the vaccine passport comes out those very same people are like if you don't get the vaccine passport you're killing everyone and you deserve to be segregated and you are like a drunk driver and should and should die and it's just mm-hmm. it's become and those are the very same people who even just yesterday before they were told to think this way would have told you there will never be a vaccine passport. exactly and, and they tomorrow do if they Sorry, go ahead. No, they do it under under that umbrella, that guise of we'll do anything to help our neighbor. They do it under some kind of moral justice that that they're that they love people so much that they can hate you so much because they love people so much, you know. And I'll tell you what's next. If this doesn't get stopped, if the, if 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 people don't come out and stop this uh, this type of lawlessness, the next thing, or maybe down the road a little bit, I went into my Trump there a second. Uh, what's coming out is if I don't get my kids vaccinated, mm-hmm. what does that say about me? Am I should I have kids? Should I, should the kids be protected from me? Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, that's, that's and so you're not a parent yet, yeah. but but that's the way I think of freedom. In that, if if they're going to force me, then they're going to force my kids. Now, I know a lot of old people that got the vaccine. They said, you know what, I've lived a good life. It may be good, it may be bad. I'm going to take it because if I die, I die. But mm-hmm. I'm not willing to make that choice for my children without more testing. I'm just not willing mm-hmm. to do that. And when you look at the numbers, which you I know agree, if you look at the numbers of what the kids that got COVID and, and, and all that, they're like, they're already immune to it. I mean, they're pretty much, you pretty know, much. They, yes. they, can, they, can I end the COVID debate for anyone listening? Go ahead. Deciding whether they want to get it or not. We needed you to do this. Here's what is undeniable fact? What is undeniable fact is that if you are under 40 with no comorbidities or healthy, eat healthy are generally athletic have, and again, have no comorbidities or serious health complications. The chances of survival from COVID are extremely high. Vice versa, in the short term, we know that the chances of surviving the vaccine are extremely high as well. I mean, the reality is if you're young and, and but we don't know the long term side effects of either. That's also the truth. So people are like, we don't know the long term side effects of of the vaccine. The counter argument there in terms of me playing devil's advocate is we also don't know the long term side effects of you getting COVID. The reality is though everyone's eventually going to get COVID. Yeah. You're probably going to survive it. Right. You're going to have natural immunity for the rest of your life. So if you don't want to get the vaccine, 
it's not, I always tell people it doesn't matter either way for 99.99% of people who are in the, now if you're, you're right, if you're older or you have a comorbidity or you have like, yeah, if you have serious heart issues you sh- and a doctor is telling you, listen, you're safe to get the vaccine, even with your serious heart issues, you're probably in high risk category for COVID. You should seriously consider it. Yes. I still agree with you. You have the choice to not get it. In the end of the day, if I'm vaccinated and I believe vaccines work, this is what I don't get about people. If vaccines work, <laughs> the only people unvaccinated people can hurt is other unvaccinated right. people. And you- by the way, the infection argument, the uh, mutation argument went out the window when people who can get COVID despite being vaccinated, which is now proven true, are just as contagious. Right. Yes. So mutations are going to occur. That's just part of what a virus does. So if you're vaccinated and you believe in it, which is fair either way, you don't believe it, you do believe it. Chances are if you're young and healthy, you're surviving COVID. If you're old, again, it's a personal choice. If they work, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about what anyone else does. They can only hurt themselves or other unvaccinated people. It's one contradiction after another. And that's that's what bothers me. That's what that's what gives me pause when you go to make that decision is man you said something earlier that uh i I don't remember what it was but the the spirit of it resonated with me you said something and for me tell me that i can't do something or that Mm -hmm. i'm not allowed to do something i can't walk you know you got you had the stores making the aisles with the arrows now i know it was a health risk but and i was never in one of those stores with the arrows in the aisles you know what i'm talking about they had like oh. the stores were making uh, one way arrows down aisles and you'd go down the store, you know, a, a grocery store up and down and you couldn't go against the flow of traffic. And so that kept people from crossing paths. All right. That's some states were doing it. I'm just the kind of person to say I'm going the other way <laughs> just because you tell me I can't. I, I know it's a safety thing and I never did that, but that's just my personality. Tell me I have to get it. Tell me I have to get it and just just watch. You know, and and that's kind of aggravating to me that I have to be that way. But it's I think it's just this stinking red blooded American patriot spirit of says I have the right to make my own choices. Where does it end? You know, like uh, so they're already saying boosters are coming up. Yeah. And then it'll be two boosters a year and then there'll be a new variant. And then so where does it end where the mandates will stop? We're essentially saying to the government, you have to. my, my friend said something very, very interesting. He's brilliant. Uh, and he said two things, actually. He said that when this all started, the immediate point he knew where this was going to result in a problem is when the number we were willing to lock down the country at was about 500 cases nationwide. Right. Because he said that was the precedent. The only time we will open up the country again is when we can consistently keep it below that number or even lower because they'll push the boundaries. And he's like, so we set ourselves up for an impossible standard because it's not going anywhere. And we started handing over our freedoms. The other thing he said is, because I always ask him, I can't understand these hypo- the hypocrisy. I can't understand how someone yesterday told me they're not pro-vaccine passports when it was what their party told them, and now believes that it, they are pro-vaccine passports. And now they dehumanize people. Like, it's just a weird thing in my head. The same people who told me it's not okay to go into a store, the same people marching for BLM protests the next day, he goes, they're actually completely consistent. They're completely consistent in one single thing, their devotion to what they perceive as their savior, which is Fauci or whatever institution they're following. And so, so long as Fauci could come out tomorrow and say tomorrow, you know what? Vaccines don't work. We don't need vaccines anymore. They would suddenly say, we don't need vaccines anymore. Yep. And then it would then wouldn't matter what he says. They would follow it because they're and people would say, oh, you're a hypocrite, but they're not. They're actually just following, they're literally following their new God. Right. And so long as they follow and devote themselves to their new God, they have this undying devotion, they're living up to their highest purpose. They don't think for themselves anymore, sadly. Mm. There's no critical thinking. They can't hear opposing views. They can't look at data. Right. I mean, not to get hyper-political, but I realize there's a problem in society. And this is not a kid's thing, so you might want to cut this out. When people in society completely dismissed gender as an as a like it's all a social construct oh yeah but they're it's literally to the point where they now put male rapists who say they are female in prison in the same cells right as women right I male saw that. rapists are being and impregnating them. right they're I impreg- saw that. raping and impregnating their cellmates yeah excuse the language i know this isn't a conversation to have but it's it's a complete 
If you're okay with that, you are okay with anything. There is no limit to what you will accept. So oh, people yeah. are like, we'll never put you in, in camps if you're not vaccinated. Really? Oh, because yeah. Because a week ago, you told me you'd never segregate me out of society. Now you want to, again, I'm back then. I'm talking about people who are unvaccinated. Yeah, yeah. They literally want to segregate people out of society. They want to not treat people. They, they want to treat them as pariahs so people have no way to live their lives. The next step is literally just segregate them into a camp. Right. Like, what is the next logical step? Right. You've lied to me every step of the way so far and been willing to do anything so long as you're told to. The next logical step is just going to be one step more extreme or taking kids away, like you said, yeah. from their parents. And I think that's why we have to be vocal. We, I mean, we do. And I'm not as vocal as probably I should be. This is the most vocal I've been on this podcast. We don't have a political podcast. And I'm lo- I love it. I love everything about it. You have very good points that you're bringing across and you do it very well. My friends and my listeners are, are, are listening right now and they're like, Andy don't know half the words he's using. And they're right. I don't know half the words you're using. I love it. I love it. It's making me smarter. Um, you know, we've we've talked about your watch brand, Eggard watches. You gotta you gotta go look him up. Just you know what? Just support the watch brand and just support another patriot doing something that has a voice. And then we talked about goodness politics. We've talked about uh, the nine eleven. That's where we got off on on COVID a little bit and what yeah. we saw the difference of those. So coming back to nine eleven and what happened, and you were with your father and things like that. Uh, and then we're supposedly ending a 20-year war. We've ended this 20-year war that started at 9-11. Oh, man, you're about to get me real I know, political. I know, man. You're and really so the, <laughs> the re, we can go as long as you want. I don't want to keep you all night because I know you got a lot that you goes on in your life. But uh, I want to tie in what's going on uh, with the military. Take as much time as you want. But what are your thoughts with what's going on uh, right now? in Afghanistan. And obviously I, I think we all know your thoughts, uh, but it's, it's a travesty is what it is. And I had a brother over there. I've had a brother-in-law over there. I've had other family members that have spent their time over there and did their service with that. We come to the end of the war. What are your thoughts? How upset are you? I mean, I, I, look, I, I, I can't even understand the debates I've been having over this with some people I know. Um, because you don't leave Americans behind before you take out the military. You don't leave tons of weapons behind. And then again, the, I'm more disappointed. I'm very disappointed in what happened. I'm almost more tragically disappointed in my friends who will still defend, like who will still undyingly defend. Oh, well, they had a timeline to get out. All of them, the, the helicopters don't work. The news just, announced it i'm like can we how can we not agree that leaving the leaving with the taliban to empower them by leaving americans there as victims leaving allies who risk their lives for us afghani allies there now no country will ever trust us for many years in the middle east we're we're deserters of our allies and then leaving weapons right i almost don't know how to justify it like i'm like in my head, I'm like, could, is, is, is there that much stupidity in the administration or is it intentional? Mm. Like, is this some kind of thing to destabilize the Middle East and get us into another? Because I don't understand. No one with the smallest iota of common sense and maybe Biden aside, there are people in his administration that have common sense. Right. How did this happen? And so it's like it's weird that like. Now we have like articles like from the Atlantic. Biden should be praised for leaving Afghanistan, not condemned for it. He did the best he could do. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, the hypocrisy here, because if yeah. this was Trump, we would have 14 more impeachment trials. There'd be a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Uh, you know, his emails would be leaked. And it goes back to uh, what you're saying. It goes We'd back to you saying it, it's political. It goes like the conversations you're having with your friends. Yeah, but people are dying. Political. Americans are dying because of politics. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Of, of, excuse my language, but like very dumb politics. Right. There was a mistake that happened or it was intentional. There was a major screw up in the Middle East in the way we got out of out of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. It is unacceptable. We should all as American people stand by our military who died there, be uh, honoring their sacrifice. But it was an unnecessary sacrifice. So there's a difference to me. Like I said, my family's from the Middle East. They had to escape. There is it's it's a very hard part of the world. Right. There is a difference to me when someone dies 
fighting in a situation where it was unavoidable. And when someone dies just out of sheer ignorance from our own government, who's not there. Right. It's not Biden out there. It's not Kamala Harris out there who's risking her life. Right. People who are fighting for us every day. And then it's, you know, it's totally unnecessary. It's totally out of sheer stupidity from our elite administration that is protected by every single institution in the country that can't be criticized, that people are so brainwashed they'll defend to the death. And it feels like there's never consequence for these things. It's like, what is going on here? Not, not when they're the ruling class right now. Not when they're the ruling. And, and part of it is because Republicans and Democrats fight politically different. They, they, they're, I can have a whole debate about this. their techniques of fighting are, is completely different. Um, so that's it's hey. not only their techniques of fighting. It's the fundament. Again, it's an ideological difference. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of conservatives. Uh, so by nature, by nature, modern day leftism, modern day Democrats are not true classic liberals. Their ideals do not match. If you were to go back twenty years, even then, go back forty years. And go back six years. These ideals that liberals had, classic liberals, were fundamentally different. Classic liberals of the past are conservatives of today. So it, it, they were strong advocates of freedom of speech. Right. Strong ad- advocates against the establishment. Classic liberals. Strong advocates of personal freedom. So there, there are there are ideals that have they did not like identity politics. Classic liberals. Now the the modern day left does not represent liberalism anymore in many ways it has become far more authoritarian it has become and you have to comply you have to follow you have to believe what we believe or you are a threat and it is not as a, as an individual it is as a group identity so if you're of that party if you're a politician in that party when elon omar goes out and says anti-semitic things the entire party defends her whereas if it's a republican who comes out and says anti-semitic things they are perceived as an individual they are now a threat to the party. Very different. They don't get defense. They get attacked. Right. It's why a year of Antifa riots, burning down government buildings, setting police stations on fire with police inside, invading. You want to talk about insurrections. We had multiple Capitol buildings invaded during that year, even during the Kavanaugh trial. Right. A Capitol building was invaded. We had uh, what was it called? Chaz, an autonomous mm-hmm. zone set up in the United States, which is by any definition, by any definition, treason. Right. Where people were killed, where people were raped again. Right. Right. And, uh, it was not criticized by the party. Mm-mm. It was defended. You had Keith Ellison coming out and promoting Antifa books. You had Nancy Pelosi running campaigns on how the protests are peaceful. The entire media. So for very few channels was mm-hmm. coming up, peaceful protest, peaceful protest, peaceful protest. You know what they were doing? Busy claiming it's all white supremacy. That's a problem that it's Nazis, that Trump is a Nazi and just diverting. And it was a consistent narrative to defend all the chaos and violence and everything going on, murder, everything going on, rioting, burning down minority neighborhoods. All of that was defended by the left as an institution, as a group. Right. And you, on the right. We have, Sorry, go ahead. No, and you were talking about liberals of yesterday compared to liberals of today and how they've changed and moved. My personal view and my personal opinion of it is that this un- underlying underneath the liberal, they were wanting that all the time. And I think those liberals that have come over to the conservative party, I'm not going to say they were ignorant, but they they were kind of following this utopia of what it could be, not knowing what some of the bedrock liberals were really, really in their hearts, what they were wanting to get our country more towards. They've always wanted to burn the flag they were burning in the 70s on the baseball fields they've always wanted to attack the constitution they've always wanted to get to this place but they pulled a lot of liberals along with them that are again now are conservative because they were they were not showing their true colors just yet that's just my personal take oh i'll 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 draw this distinction those people were always leftists and the difference was that if you looked at the democratic party and the republican party back then the mainstream Democratic Party and the mainstream Republican Party were much more in the center and had a lot more to agree on than disagree on. They've actually done they've done studies on this. It's really interesting. The left, the mainstream Democratic Party has gone significantly more to the left, has become far more extreme in its views. And this is done by polling that is totally non-biased. They have no incentive to be. They're not a conservative group. They're just multiple think tanks that came together and looked at the general positions 
right on all these things that we used to agree, at least have common ground on. And on all those subjects, whether it's the First Amendment, you know, Second Amendment, all these things are under attack now by the left. Right? They don't truly believe in freedom of speech. They don't truly believe in your right to, to bear arms. They don't truly believe that a life is a life until it's completely outside the mother. Like, so there's these ideals that have become so extreme by nature. And what has happened that the right, which used to be over here and the left that used to be over here, the left went all the way over here and the right followed them a little bit along the way. Now you have conservatives giving into a lot of things that 20 years ago they would have never given into because this is just so extreme over right. here that they're like, where can we find compromise? Where can we find mm-hmm. compromise? There is no compromise. That's the right. bottom line. If someone doesn't believe in your right to free speech, there is no compromise. No. If someone doesn't yeah. believe in your right to bear arms, especially with what the, what we see going on in Australia, right. what we see going on in our own, those same people don't believe in your right to bear arms are the same people who want police off the streets. So I don't know which one it is. They're also the same people who told me that we could never have a totalitarian government, that that was an extremely crazy idea and that that's not ever going to happen. That right away called Trump Hitler and said we have a totalitarian government under Trump. So they they exist in a state of pure hypocrisy. They just don't care. They just fundamentally want to get rid of every single thing that represents America. They do not like America. It's gone so far that we now have politicians saying that the flag, the American, used to be the Confederate flag. Right. Nope. Right. Now it's the American right. flag. It's in that video I posted, multiple articles yep. from BLM, from politicians. The American flag rep- represents white supremacy and is offensive. The American flag. Amazing. Okay? It's 60% of millennials and under, I believe. I Don't quote me on this. It might have been 50% to 60%. Did not believe in true freedom of speech. Mm. They believe that the right to offend should not supersede the right to be off- not be offended. So it's it's it, these are things that are the bedrock of what makes our country great. Yeah. And they're in direct opposition to it. And, and so ba- their utopia is a destruction of America. All right. And and the the con- we always have these comparisons that we make when we're thinking about our country and and we say things like people are dying to get into our country. Mm-hmm. We're the only country Maybe there's some other ones, but we're the one that's all over the news of, of people dying to get into our country and trying mm-hmm. to get here. It must not be that bad. And I think part of it is the ignorance of a lot of Americans who who don't either they don't travel or the ones that can't afford to travel all over the world are traveling from the airport to the five star to the restaurant to the beach they're going to all the ritzy places you know what i mean and they're coming back also- back to the and they don't experience the world they don't experience the governments they don't experience the oppression that is making the rest of the world want to live here it's also every single institution it, there's this guy yuri he's a russian guy and he's yuri something he gives a brilliant speech in the 50s i believe it was and he talks about like the 10-year plans in mm-hmm. 10 years they will have this and 10 years after that, they will have this. He laid it out like decade by decade to where we are today, saying, and eventually people will be on the streets, burning your flag, saying that your country is racist, mm. uh, fighting against their own best interests, saying that the things you hold dearest, like freedom of speech, are, are uh, a violation of their rights. And he actually laid out exactly what we see now. And he said, it starts in your schools. It will affect the way parents parent their children. It will go into politics. It will go into entertainment. It will go into to news. And it did. It spread everywhere because it wasn't fought against. And because, by the way, there's a need. And I noticed this from a lot of people. You talk about speaking up. And I noticed the one thing every time I talk to people is like, well, you know, like, I don't really. That's not my my hill to die on. That's not my hill to die on. Like, mm-hmm. so what if if it's if it's happening to someone else or if it's like it's, it's something that's going to create an argument? I just rather be, you know, like move on with my life. Let them believe what they believe. But they don't want to let you move on with your life a lot of the time. They want to change the way you live your life. So if you don't stand up fully, I have a lot of debates on on gun rights. And people always tell me, look how unreasonable the NRA is. Look at at how they won't even allow this, won't even allow that. I'm like, yeah, you know why? Because if you, they've proven this, the left. If you give them an inch, they will take everything you give them a mask open they'll take the a vaccine door to compromise right yeah, if you open the door to compromise it will never be enough in other words it's and it's you see it with abortion so well you know what let's come up with reasonable abortion laws that was mm. like a philosophy right mm-hmm. well then the left goes oh reasonable no it's a woman's choice it's her body which means that you can never it's her body her choice 
you do not have a right to talk about it, which means mm-hmm. you don't have a right to talk about it from day one up until it's outside of her body. End of story. That's where we are. And you know what they're doing? They're not compromising. No, they're not saying let's be friendly and find common ground. We're the ones doing that. And then they're saying, OK, well, too bad. You gave us an inch. You agreed. It's her body. It's her choice. Mm. Too bad. Mm. Now her body, her choice. I don't want you to get involved. You're a man. Yep. Shut up. Sit down, mm-hmm. Listen. That's all you hear. You're a man. Shut up. Meanwhile, men can get pregnant, according to them. <laughs> I'm sorry so, for laughing. That, I know that's the stupidest thing. Men can oh, get yeah. pregnant, but men shouldn't have an opinion on pregnancy. Right. And you know, now that you've said it's my body, my choice, everyone should just shut up and stay out of it. But they also want to push vaccine mandates on you. My body, my choice. Doesn't uh, matter it doesn't there. work that way. Listen, I if you all can't hear, Elon's a little bit passionate about this. <laughs> He's just a little bit passionate and I love it. I love that he came on uh, and did this with us. I'm not dismissing you, Elon, but I'm so glad you came on and just let your steam out because you're saying a lot of things that I've wanted to say on this podcast and I've been restricted to keeping it light and funny with my wife. But but this is awesome. This has been really great and I know people are going to enjoy it. And uh, it's been so good having you on and we appreciate you opening up your day to us. Is there anything that you would like to say in, in closing? Just that I hope if people have beliefs that they feel strongly about, that they feel strongly enough to express those beliefs and defend them. Awesome. Don't, don't be quiet. Don't self-censor. That's what God is here. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, definitely speak up, speak out, because if it doesn't stop, it's, it's going to get worse. And we are one of the last countries holding on to our freedoms, and we need to hold on to them as much as possible. So without, without further ado, I hate that phrase further ado i hate that everybody says it without further ado but without further ado uh we're gonna uh let elon go and uh, i want to talk to you after we're done here elon but um thank you so much for being on and we appreciate it thank you for taking a stand risking your your reputation your company but i can already tell uh you don't give a rip and you're just gonna do it I'll just say what I say. That's awesome. People could not buy my watches. That's fine. That's awesome. I'm glad for your story. I'm glad for your story with your father. It's exciting. Um, You know, uh, let's be honest. You're not uh, you're not making watches out of uh, Switzerland. You're not. Uh, But that's okay because I I like a good brand. Well, what I'm saying is completely, completely like out of Switzerland. You're not in Switzerland making watches right now. Oh, no, I'm in America. (laughs) Right, you're in America, all right? America's still got to get up there to Swiss levels, no matter who you talk to. We're still trying to get there, and we're making some good watches, and we really appreciate you doing that in our country and representing us so well um, around the world with your watches, and we hope for much success with your business and all that you're going to be doing in the future. So God bless you, and thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Us podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Us.